So it's certainly been a long time since we've had a conversation with me and I'm pretty sure some of us must have forgotten that ever existed. And that's totally fine. So why exactly have I been MIE? I haven't actually been MIE per se. I just had life happen to me. Not an excuse nonetheless, but I'm back again. I don't know how many times I'll be back, but you guys will hear several times over that I'm back again. And I'm glad, and I'm glad I'm having this conversation. It might certainly be just me rowing the boats of this podcast for a few weeks or so. Just raining certain thoughts in my head that I think that you should listen So if you're just listening to me for the very first time, I am Tuluwalashe David Oluwale. To some people, I'm known as that mental check. Others call me Tilash Davido. And I am a mental health advocate. I am passionate about creating safe spaces for others to express themselves as I advocate for access to mental health services for young people in Nigeria. If you're listening to this, I just need you to just chill, relax, get a book, a pen, a bottle of water, and I promise that it's going to be a journey worth listening to because it's really, really been a while. I'm just going to give you like a breakdown of a couple of months what I've been up to and the processes and certain things that I've learned. So I am currently in choir state offer and it's my first time here. If anyone had told me that I would spend like two, three weeks on the road and doing something I'd thought or only dreamt about, I would honestly just deny it. But before I give you exactly what's going on in present, I'd like to take you back to, let's say, roughly two years ago. It's probably way less than that. But I would just like to take you down memory lane. And it all started in YC during COVID lockdown and having to figure my shit out basically. So I graduated in 2019, I studied economics in Federal University of Technology Accra, the school that's currently getting a lot of PRs. We got having young people who are literally doing stuff in terms of PhD, bagging the degree, getting the bag, um, scholarship opportunities. Futa currently has that PR. So yeah, they sort of deserve me mentioning them. I volunteered during my undergraduate program as in Inactos Futa as project manager and team secretary for three years while I was on that program and he sort of gave way for certain things in my life 
I'd always sort of liked the fact that I loved talking to people, interacting with people, but I still couldn't put my hands on it. After uni, I worked for an organization. I worked as the creative director, developing programs, working with persons with disability. And that also helped me as well because I got the training I needed and I learned to love a certain world that was stigmatized. And it sort of piqued my interest and certain things. Why am I telling you all this? I'm just letting you know that I sort of have a background or I do have a background in social works, community service, and I loved it. So in 2020 began the time for me to serve. I did that in Delta State. And boy, oh boy, did I learn my lesson. It had some couple of lessons for me to learn, but I learned how to stay wicked. Especially in a society where women were sexually objectified. I felt so uncomfortable. But during that time, I was able to pick one or two lessons. How to set boundaries. How to stay wicked. I know it seems really off-putting, but it is what it is. So I had finished service February 18th of 2021 which was also my birthday reality started to dawn on me as to what exactly i wanted i had the skills no doubt i was one of those people my friends or my colleagues in class i thought i would be most likely to succeed because i was already in actors i knew what i was doing but it didn't seem like it as <laughs> as my NYC turned to it and started having those blues, started to worry. But I still had some sense of confidence, which was weird. I got an internship at a non-profit. I stayed there for six months. I didn't like what they did or how I actually didn't like the processes and I felt that I needed something that could challenge me and a space that would allow me to grow constructively so I left I eventually got a job at another nonprofit that I loved was mental health I worked there as a programs associate then again life happened i lost my aunts three aunts in the space of one week and then that became a call because when you think that you have life all figured out that you have tomorrow you tend to just do life anyhow so that was like a wake-up call for me so i said uh I decided that it was time for me to put in the work. I had an experience with a mental health breakdown and I'd always wanted the opportunity to create safe spaces. And so I left to create something of my own, sort of like a community. 
crazy right no backup plans nothing nothing and so i did it it continued what i had started focused on it for a couple of months even had one of my projects as well the vulnerability series in my opinion it was a huge success because we had over 100 persons who at different times tuned in and the videos are still very much available on the platform so people can always go back and refer to certain issues that they have gone through to understand that they are not alone but during those times when i was inspiring and sharing hopes with others i can't lie that i felt a little lonely inside i set up a team that I couldn't afford to keep on because I didn't have a job. They stayed, but obviously it can't necessarily be the same because the current state of Nigeria would demand that you can't even hold back reality. Then my birthday drew closer, February 18th, this year basically. My friend a couple weeks back in January had called me and said she wanted to set up a birthday party and I asked her what the budget was and I said I couldn't afford it. I could barely afford to buy a sanitary pad on my own because I had chosen the life I was in just because I just knew something, there was a process I needed to get to. Remember, this was a young lady that people I thought had it all figured out. The young lady that people looked and saw that she was most likely to succeed. And here she was, where her mates were working bank jobs. They were, they were earning, I don't want to say six figures, but they were doing quite well for themselves. Some had even started masters. Here she was, no job. And hanging on to the fact that I had received the word to try. Everything seemed so bleak. And on that day that I turned 24, I cried my eyes out in tears. I was in tears. Honestly, thinking back now, I could, I can only but smile and be grateful. I ran that project. I don't know how money just came through. And it happened. It seemed so crazy at that point in time, leaving a job that paid you quite okay, at a job that allowed you to grow, and especially in mental health, to just drop it. It was really crazy. Even I didn't understand what was going through in my head at that time, but it just seemed like it was the right thing to do. But it didn't stop back the tears. Oh, those tears were premium tears. It happened for a couple months more. But I had friends who were checking on me. 
would call and be believed my mother she's someone that i have to say is quite strong imagine hearing that your daughter that you'd spend millions on decided that oh that she wasn't just gonna work anymore just because she didn't want to or just because she had a voice in her head or her conscience said she should try this but she was patient really honestly she really was and i have to say i am grateful to her for being that patient six months no job because i chose not to work i did a vulnerability series with my team shago should help us with this website the website is currently down anyway but he helped tj the one who always has my back who is always bankrolling me pitching together even the one who sits with me while we draft our content and he creates wonderful flyers those were my team members of course i had prayer warriors who were praying for me behind the scenes but those were the guys that helped it wasn't easy but they did it we did it six weeks back to back conversations as regards finances conversations as regards mental health disorders drug use we did it a huge thank you to Nifemi Showali, my psychologist friend, Kids and Teens Resource Center, Youth of Africa. These guys chose to partner with a young lady growing and figuring her way out. Why they did, there is no way in hell I could have told you. But they risked it all and decided that they would just partner with me. And they did. So it was a huge success. But I was still sad. I couldn't sustain my team. Weirdly enough, an opportunity sort of presented itself. Then I didn't know. There was a conversation that took place in my Noctus group. I'm still very much involved in my team members because Noctus is one of those things I really know and I'm comfortable with. And the conversation didn't seem right with me, so I decided to contact the country office. Having to care enough, they thought, okay, this was a matter that could be addressed. And so they gave me a platform to have a conversation with all Inactus teams, meaning 35 Inactus schools, just because I had said this was a problem that needed to be addressed. So, an opportunity came for me to volunteer, and I did. And here I am with a program's official role, and Inactus Nigeria currently traveling from state to state to train people. I had to go through that process behind the scenes 
I was working my ass off behind the scenes. I was crying and studying and trusting and hoping and necessarily putting in the work. And that's just the thing. It might seem so bleak and it seems like certain things are not going to work itself out, but it really will. I might sound like a motivational speaker at this point. Please fault me for it. That's totally fine. But we need to tell things the way it is. There are certain processes or there are certain things that happen to you for a reason. I'm not here just to find suffering or pain or anything. But what's life without a little risk? During that same time when I had no job, I had someone come into my DM to ask me for money. And so I told the guy that I didn't have a job, so I couldn't afford to. And then he comes and replies that I'd failed a test and said, oh, I didn't even bother asking him what he needed the money for and I didn't show any iota of care. Little did he know that I could barely afford sanitary pad at that point in time. Behind the scenes. That particular conversation destroyed that relationship, that friendship I had with that person. So there are certain times that we need to go through certain processes to reveal certain things about us or to prepare us for certain positions that we're going into. These sense of vulnerability that I show on my podcast and the conversations I have with people that I have on board is to better understand what life is all about in our little way trying to demystify this thing called life that kicks our ass <laughs> and when it just seems like you have just one answer pulls up two cards of questions and that's really just the beauty you have to trust and keep working and your imaginations keep believing and having those visions and trust me they will come true i'm here i haven't even figured half of my life out i'm still single i'm still trying to figure out how i'm gonna write a couple of my exams that seems like i might fail but in my head, I can see that I am certified. In my head, I can see that I'm going to make that first million this year. In my head, I can see so many things. Even when it doesn't, the reality doesn't actually detect it. But it pushes me. And it's okay if you definitely get tired. I got tired as well. I spent nights in tears. Get tired rest tomorrow is another day to try again this year I tried to be so intentional because I noticed that last day I was all up in my feelings and so I got a notebook 
and rolled all my wings for each month. And this is the month of May, and I'm happy to say I have consistently written that for five months. So on days when I do not feel like, oh, I'm worth it, or I feel like I'm a fraud, or I'm undeserving of the win that I currently have, I open the pages of that book and peel through it and see that I've put in the work. Sometimes we forget, and it's okay to be reminded write down those wins not just because for documentation but on days that are raining and dark you will need to have those reminders and somehow they would be the silver lining in the very dark cloud a very dark cloudy day So I really do hope you get one or two things from this short story, short eclipse, or it's can be eclipse. So you both have cast more short excerpt of what I've shared of my life. And please reach out to me. Do reach out to me. I'd love to hear yours as well and draw strength from it. Hey, so that's all I have to share with you today. I hope sincerely that you pick a lesson or something that can help you be better. Dark days are there for a reason. And I really hope that you draw strength from this story I shared with you today. If you'd like to talk please reach out to me via my social media handles at tlashdavido or at outexpression on all social media platforms. I would really, really love to hear your story and certain struggles that you're going through and how you drain strength from it. Remember, you're not alone. And don't forget to share and like and comment on this podcast. See you later. Bye.